0: And thank you for everyone that shared. God's working in all of us greatly, both willing to will and to of his good pleasure. And now I'm going to pass it over to Kim, who's going to share what's in us. There you go, Kim. My wonderful wife. Oh. Well, I was saying that you're cooking my tea right now. Oh, well. yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, bless you all, and what a wonderful week it's been. We, um, It's been quite busy, actually, here. And... Uh, I've been so blessed with the things that Lawrence has been sharing, especially about our mind. You know, some people have a very strong mind and they have a very strong will. Others, their mind's not quite as strong. And when when things start to go wrong or things don't go right, who do they call upon? Do they call upon God or do they call upon themselves and the fears and the worries and the doubts that follow it? So I got really inspired to... um, Ask a few children who they thought God was. Because, you know, like, Lawrence has been sharing on this mind thing, and the mind gives an imagination, and the imagination gives us thoughts, like he was sharing earlier about, if I tell you I have a brown boxer dog, you automatically think, what does a boxer dog look like? Well, Laura's got little squashy faces, but, you know but then if I said to you um, oh I saw this wonderful yacht your mind will suddenly start to picture what you would class as a wonderful yacht so I asked a couple of children who do you think God is one child said I know God lives in heaven another child said God is good another one said God does miracles one child said God lives in my house (laughs) which I thought was really sweet another one said God is my dad's best friend but who do you say God is? let's turn to Matthew 22 chapter 22 and in verse 37, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy, what? Mind. And again, coming back to this, who is God? My mind tries to create a picture of God now many people many people say he's a light with Moses it was a burning bush but he could hear a voice but again a bush that gave off light I know God lives in my house but I can't my imagination will not just bring a picture of God but I know that God is there. He's in everything I do. he's in my house he's in the sky he's inside me he's a rainbow you know he's every part of, of my life because I that's how I choose him to be. I choose him to be in every part of my life. in every fiber of our being we are to love God. Not just with our heart and our soul, but with our mind as well. With our imaginations, with our thoughts and our understandings. So, within that, in a a package, how far can God take you? When you have needs and you have wants, we say, give it to God. But if you can really imagine what those needs and wants are, before you take it to God, Then you'll start to have an imprint. So when you're praying or when you're lifting it to God, you'll really see. You know, Lawrence reminded me about this house and um, how we got this house. And I really had a picture in my mind of what I wanted. I didn't quite have the aerial in my mind, but I had a picture of what I wanted. And I wanted it to be in a cul-de-sac right at the top of the cul-de-sac I wanted it to have these beautiful French doors that went out onto the garden um, I wanted it to be um, a semi-detached house so that we could come around the side, we didn't have to always use the front door and because at the time we had children <laughs> and they would choose to go in one door and out the other and round and all sorts but the picture I had so then when we went start looking for the house we drove to different areas and then finally we found a beautiful area and I said I want this area now thank God Lawrence isn't God because (laughs) when I chose it he said how can you how can you ask God for somewhere here there's not enough houses you know they're all taken there's no way you're going to get this house but see God God knew and God did give us this house and it had everything I had envisaged in my mind. So if you want something or if you're desiring something, you have to really let your imagined imagination take you, take you to what you picture. And then as you start to give it to God, you'll just see how God comes to pass, how God brings it to pass, how he, he really wants you to have your heart's desires. But where does your mind go when you think about God? Well, this week my mind has been truly focused on my confession. We've had a bit of a tough week. I had one of my ladies pass away and she was really close to me as well. But you know this was it my in my job. But you know when we when we continue not to see what the world has to offer but what God has to offer. We start to see the reality of life. Amber came up the other day and she was sharing. Obviously, she works within the, the nursing as a mental nurse. But all the, the sort of things that the world are promoting right now, she has to learn about it. So all about this gender thing and these kids. And and i really felt sickened to my stomach as she started to share. You know, children of the age of eight can be a, a girl or a boy, or, or you know, no or no gender. Um, and and some of these um, famous actresses are are actually n- not even putting a gender down on the child's birth certificate. And and it was just showing me how, over a space of a couple of years, the world conforms to it. Somebody makes the statement somebody else makes it a law and everybody else has to follow suit well I'm so thankful that my kids do have genders (laughs) I have two sons and one daughter (laughs) but that I know the truth and see this the truth that sets us free so my imagination doesn't have to go down that road because that's just something I don't believe in and I'm so thankful that God's word opens these things up to us and shows us what is the truth you know Genesis one says in the beginning was God not in the beginning was a gender or no gender in the beginning was God and if you carry on reading it it says that God formed, made and created, gave us light, gave us darkness, gave us separation from the land and the sea. But it also says that God is spirit it also says that God is not a man that he should lie it also says well we can take a look at a few of these 2 Samuel let's have a look 2 Samuel chapter 7 Second Samuel chapter 7 and in verse 22 I believe Wherefore thou art great, O Lord God, for there is none like thee. So there's no other God like our God. Right? Malachi says he's an unchanging God. Right? So he doesn't make a statement this week and then change it next week. Right? Uh uh-uh. uh. He's an unchanging God have a read Malachi chapter 3 just before Matthew Malachi chapter 3 (coughs) and it's in verse 6 for I am the Lord I change not therefore ye sons of Jacob are not consumed if God says you're not consumed you're not consumed because as I told you just now God is not a man that he should lie so when we get in trouble or when we're having a tough time where does our mind go does it go to the trouble don't forget God says also that he'll never leave us or forsake us whether we're in good or whether we're in trouble whether we're having a tough time or whether we're having an easy time God is not a man that he should lie he's not a god as it says here that changes in malachi so we really have to grab our thoughts when we're sometimes in a dark place or when things aren't really going right and we have to bring it back to what the word says don't try and do it on your own guys get that imagination going because that's what God gave you an imagination for he gave you that mind so you can think right and he wants you to think really deeply about who he is to you That okay, he lives in you for those that are born again but he wants you to take the focus off the negatives and focus really in on who God is and what God has done for you in your life. Anyone that says, well, God's done nothing in my life would be a liar. But no. God is not a liar, right? Sometimes we don't even realize or can consume what God has actually done for us. Right? God healed me from cancer. God healed me from spinal trouble where I was never going to walk again. God has kept me all three of my children healthy and strong God healed me from about 21 blood clots in my leg I mean the adversary really had a field day when I was younger with my health but it was never anything like like the flu (laughs) or a water infection or you know it was always these serious serious things but each time god had a plan for my life no matter what the adversaries threw at me god's plan was bigger and he pulled me through Hallelujah. amen to that he pulled me through no matter what gave me a wonderful husband a roof over my head and there are so many other things that i know that god's done in my life that you know sometimes you can't quickly recall them or maybe you're not even aware that they happened I remember driving out of the village one day and I was going down the hill um, to do to the shop and um, we have small roads and as I'm driving down the hill there's this huge lorry coming up and this car decides it's going to come out from the lorry and he's heading straight for me overtaking the lorry overtaking the lorry. And I know that God, just how he saved me, I'll never know. But when I closed my eyes, because I knew that I was just waiting for the impact of this car hitting me, I grabbed the steering wheel real tight. There was no point in putting my foot on the brake because that was going to do nothing. And I just held the steering wheel, closed my eyes, and when I opened my eyes, my car was it was like it had been picked up and put on the grass verge <laughs> it was in neutral and the engine was off and I still don't the know the curbs on the side of the road but like a foot yeah they, they actually raised the curbs because we have a lot of um, articulated lorries you know what you would call 18 wheelers I think coming in and out of the village so they raised the curbs so that if a lorry hit the curb it wouldn't mount the pavement now I know if I'd have hit that curb in my car it would have ripped the bottom of my car out or turned hmm. me over. Um, so I still don't know to this day but I know that God's hand of protection is on my life Amen. and any other believer's life. Amen. You know, the adversary can poke and prod but he can't touch one hair on your head because you are sacred. God has you a plan for you He protects us. He keeps us safe. He heals us of illnesses, sicknesses, diseases. So we really do know when we have a relationship with God, we really get to know him and what he wants for our life. God is everywhere present. He's powerful. He has authority, right? And he knows everything. God is just, he is loving, he is truthful, he's holy, he shows mercy, compassion, he has grace, and God gives forgiveness. So who is God? Well, all we have to do is look at Jesus Christ. I'm not saying that Jesus Christ is God, but I'm saying if you really want to know who God is take a look at Jesus Christ because Mm. Jesus Christ only ever did the Father's will so if you want to get to know the heart of God get to know the heart of Jesus Christ Colossians chapter 2 when Jesus Christ came up against opposition do you think he just sat in a corner and cried or do you think he went to battle He went to battle. He knew what this world was about. He knew his time was short and he knew that he had to get the job done. Colossians chapter 2 and in verse 9 it says, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Right? Everything that was in Jesus Christ was from God. Right? Yes, he was a man, but he had spirit. He looked at God as his Father, not as um, an equal, but as his Father. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And now, through what Jesus Christ accomplished, you now have Christ in you. So how powerful is that?
0: Yeah.
1: So, just the way that Jesus Christ walked, did we ever see Jesus Christ quivering in fear? No do we ever see jesus christ giving up no No. No. did we see jesus christ going about healing the sick raising the dead having compassion for others loving others talking and when he talked what do you think he talked about talked about politics no (laughs) No. did he talk about genders no (laughs) he talked about God. god amen he talked about his father So, if you're having a tough time, best thing to do is get out there and start talking about God. Talking about who you are in Christ and what Christ accomplished for you. You know, there's so many people lost out there today. So many people in darkness. And when we speak, we speak words of truth, which bring light, which bring deliverance. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 and we're going to read from verse 4 in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not see the adversary does blind the minds but when you know about God and about Jesus Christ your mind's not blinded and it says less the light of the glorious God gospel of christ see we need that light to shine right jesus christ died on that cross for each one of us so that that light could continue to shine right we don't live in a world of darkness when there's one believer letting the light shine that light will dispel all darkness and when i talk about darkness i'm talking about all your fears your worries your doubts it's darkness. But when that word gets spoken, the light gets turned on and it dispels all your fears, all your worries, all your doubts. If you're having negative thoughts, you need to start reminding yourself, getting that imagination going of who Christ was. Right? Because Christ didn't have negative thoughts. And I always say, forget the past there's no point no point holding on to it you can't do anything about it it's gone right it was yesterday or a month ago or ten years ago the adversary will make you hold on to it but God says give it to me and I will take care of it but once you've given it don't go calling it back right now we can all sit and have a a sort of a self-pity party and feel sorry for ourselves and, well, you know, this didn't work out for me and this didn't happen for me and, well, now's the day to forget all what you couldn't do or what you didn't do or what didn't happen and start living the life that God intended you to live. Right? And you might just suddenly realise that when you take your focus off the past and put it on the future that God does it makes a change see it's only when we let it truly go that god can really then go to work and make a change in your life right so what was i saying so second corinthians chapter four verse four in whom the god of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not don't continue to have your mind blinded because you're not believing Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. You know, I shared last week, I think it was, that we were... I was in darkness before I got born again. That day I got born again, I can still remember like my whole fire was like it was on my whole body was like it was on fire I was tingling from head to toe you know that day I, the words I spoke was that I believe that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead and my whole life changed first and foremost from the darkness to the glorious light and that God really did something within me and changed me for the better But see, God never possesses your free will either. So if you want to go back to that old man nature, you can. But that's not where life is. And the life is in Christ Jesus, which is in you on the day you got born again. Why would you want to go back to that old man nature and take Jesus Christ with you? Because if Christ's in you, he's in you whether you're living in the past or whether you're living in the future or whether you're having a tough time or not. It's just how you deal with it. See? God is everywhere present. So if you're thinking of the, the past, God's with you. If you're thinking of the future, God's with you. Everywhere you go, God's with you. So why not really rely on him? Give him your whole heart, soul, mind and strength to pull you through those dark times and bring you into that glorious light. Forget the past, guys. Truly forget the past. It's the biggest thing and it's the biggest hurdle to affect any believer. Because the adversary loves to remind you of your past. But see, we always have to remind him of his future. Every day we can walk like Christ. We have God in Christ in us. Why don't we want to shout about it? We don't let our minds go out of bounds. And do you know what? We've heard it, what, two or three times tonight. But we're still going to take a look. 2 Corinthians, chapter 10, oh. verse 5. Casting down imaginations right that imaginations is also your reasonings do you know when you try to reason with yourself well you know this didn't turn out right you know and you start to reason no 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 it says casting down those reasonings get rid of those reasonings right they're only going to bring you down casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bring in into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. We can't let our minds get out of bounds. We don't let the five senses sway you, but you bring your thoughts back to what Christ done and what Christ accomplished. So the only way to go this week is to walk truthfully, walk loving. Always showing the mercy and compassion that Christ had. All you've got to do is look in the Gospels, right? If you're unsure, look in the Gospels. And every day ask yourself, Who is God to me?
0: That's awesome. You know, and and to think it's all about identity. Mm. And then what you see, what's happening in the world, is all about identity. And we have to remember our identity, who we are in Christ. You know, we don't identify with our past, our past relationships, our past work, our past associations. But now we identify with who we are in Christ, that we are right before him because of what Jesus Christ accomplished for us as he is. So we in this world, that's where we identify greater is he that's in me than he that is in this world. God always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. God always makes a way for, for us to escape in situations. That God is for us. He's not a man that he should lie. That he is our provider. He is our deliverer. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. You know, this is who we identify with. And we don't put our minds on the negatives. You know, they're there, but they're not... They shouldn't have an effect on us. So... Um, and again, it's all about the mind. What's in the mind? What are you allowing? What are you dwelling on? What's, what thoughts come in your mind? Those are building pictures. They're either building blocks of faith or fear, or lies or truth. You know. So it's down to us, really, to really grab hold of our minds and, you know, and just go to God, trust Him, walk out in faith, let Him lead you by the Spirit, do the things that He shows you to do. And as we practice doing that daily, the more and more that we're in sync with God, the more we hear his voice. And, you know, and then we see the things that we did think about and or arguments we've had with different people over different things. They're insignificant. You know, we want to do what the father says, you know. And so anyway, that's great. Would someone like to pray?
2: father i thank you for all these uh sharings and uh thank you very much also for this uh, wonderful teaching uh, that uh, kim did yeah, through you because uh, and uh, you through her thank you for uh, remembering us uh, who we are and uh, where we should focus our mind and uh, we have the mind of christ and we can really uh, think uh, the thoughts that pride is uh sinking thinking, thinking uh, right now and uh, thank you very much for uh, this uh, um great word, word of god that you has given us and you continue to uh, um make us grow and uh trending and uh, we are very thankful for uh, who you are, God, and you are going to sh- see to show us uh, who you are for us, and uh, really um, working, uh, working for us, and uh, g- making available great things because uh, we are your uh, masterpiece, masterpieces, because uh, we all are gathered here, and uh, we belong to the body of Christ. <laughs> We are uh, your children, and uh, we are very thankful for everything that you did tonight, and uh, thank you for my healing um, um, uh, today, right now, because uh, I was uh, coughing uh, for uh, more than one week, and now I'm completely healed, and I'm very thankful today to... uh, Announce that I do not cough anymore, <laughs> and uh, I'm healed. And and uh, thank you very much for all what you did through every one of us. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen.
0: Amen. Would someone like to speak in tongues or bring forth a word of prophecy?
2: Behold, my sons, you are the sons of the Almighty. You are the ones who carry this spirit on you. That spirit that is light in this world. And that's the spirit of love and truth. You are the ones who have the truth and the love of God inside of you. So let it shine. Let it show the nature of God in you so that others can come to Him. Go and hold boldly on that love, on that truth that God gave you.
0: And someone else, please?
3: Truly you are my children, you are those that I have called out, for I have placed in you a spirit, I have placed in you life. My children, listen carefully to me, hear my words, they are faithful words, walk with me, you are alive with me for the rest of eternity, my children, and I have a plan for you. I have a plan of good and not of evil, but of good, my children. I plan to prosper you. I plan to walk with you. I plan to give you all that you need, my children. Just walk with me. Hear my word and know that they are faithful. And know that I love you. I love you with a deep and burning everlasting love. I will never, no, never forsake you. For I am with you always. For the price I paid was a large price. And my son stands with you. And know, my children, that I see you in him. And I have given you that life. It is poured out. And you have every ounce of it in your life. So walk boldly. Be confident in who I am. Be confident in all that I have given you. Be confident, my children, to walk boldly with me each and every day of your lives. For I am a loving God, I am a tender God, I am a merciful God, but I am a jealous God. And I want you, I want your lives to reflect how good I am to you. So look to me children, walk with me, be bold, be confident, for I am a faithful God.
0: Amen. And would someone like to close out with a word of prayer?
4: Thank you, Father, just for this great night of fellowship that we've had together. And that we can just take what we've heard here tonight, what we've learned. And take that out into the world as your ambassadors, your shining lights, and just be bold, walk boldly without any fear. So, Father, just thank you for this great night of um, fellowship for Lawrence and Kim opening their homes to us, and um, just for
0: a great week ahead. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. And, uh, Mike, oh. would you pray, bro?
4: Sure, Father, thank you. Thank you that we can let our imagination run with you. That we can imagine great things with you because you are inside of us. And like Kim said, you are everywhere present. Thank you that we have a God who loves us. Thank you that you didn't just make the heaven and earth, but you made the galaxies for us. Thank you that you truly do love us. Thank you for helping us to understand how big you really are, how gracious you really are, and how much we mean to you. Thank you for helping us to understand our true worth. And our true worth is what you paid for us. And that is the life of your son, Jesus Christ. So we thank you for your great word. Thank you for this great fellowship. And thank you, God, for just... Causing it to grow more and
0: more and more in the name of your Son Jesus, Amen. Amen. Bless your hearts. Well, Amen. thank you everyone for sharing. It's been uh, a really great night. <laughs> Bless you, uh, Anna and Pedro as well. I look forward to your teaching next week, Pedro. Um, thank you, Frank and Annie, your beautiful hearts, and Mike and Norma, and I, Amy, and Chrissy, and every and Scott, and everybody else. Love to Nancy, by the way. Bye. We know she's been busy. So uh, it's been a great night. She's been very blessed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: oh, that's great. Thank you.